Welcome to the Alliance Experience Podcast, a real estate podcast talking all things property management with a side of banter. Your hosts are Sam Riley and myself, Kelly Johnson. Welcome back to another episode of the Alliance Leasing Podcast. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite topics, getting your home ready to rent. Yes, and it would be because this is your domain. This is my jam. Yeah, <laughs> it is your jam. So, but how's, you, how's your week been, Kel? How has I don't even know. <laughs> Do, like, does your week feel like a blur? Yeah. So I feel like we say this every every week or every podcast. This whole year to yeah. me has felt like a blur. Like it was, I feel like it was yesterday we were celebrating Christmas. And now we're almost at the end of April. Yeah, we just celebrated Easter. I think because now we obviously podcast and we reflect on our week. Yeah. You just really think that each week is a blur. I know. It's and so all funny, we do is isn't work. it? Well, look, we do work a lot. We so do. I guess that makes sense. My week, it's been just consistently busy. You've had a Like great though. Week. Like obviously I think it's a bit different for me because I'm getting ready to wind down for my holiday. Sam's leaving me, guys. She's going <laughs> yes. to Europe for a month. Oh, God, I cannot wait. I'm actually so excited for you. Me too. I can't wait to come back and tell you about everything. But I think that is maybe one of the reasons why I feel like everything's a blur because you're no, getting everything yeah. ready. And I feel like this is, I. everyone laughs, I think, but this is the time where your portfolio or everything you do is the cleanest it's ever been yeah. because you're so stressed about things popping up when you're not here. Or everything goes wrong before yeah. you go away. It's like one or the also other. Also true. So, Which we've also, I think I've had probably both of those things happening. You, yeah, I feel, I sometimes <laughs> just like, how I don't know how she does it. Oh, well, look, I've only a week left and then I'm out. So one more episode with you and then yes. we have a special guest hosting with me for a month. Yeah, which I think will be lovely. So a little bit in on Oh, look, I'll come back in four weeks. You'll love it. Imagine if you're like, come back. Nah, I'm too good for podcasting now. You're like, yeah, it's beneath me. (laughs) Goes to Europe, comes back a whole new person. Oh, come back married. Oh, my gosh. You can find a man. (laughs) I'm happy for you to find a man while you're away. A nice Italian, I think. Mm, Good pasta. Oh, God. I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I I'm that. super jealous. But anyway, the podcast isn't yes. on my holiday. <laughs> it will so, be. We'll do a holiday episode when you get back. I actually would love that. Good. But getting your home ready for um, putting it on market. So, Kel, this is your domain. So I feel like you're probably going to take the reins a lot with this one. Yep. But it is obviously very important. So from your point of view, obviously, you're with the new client manager. You're going out there. You're sourcing out new business. In your opinion, how important is this whole, I guess, the whole process of getting your home ready and and making sure that it is exactly how it should be when you're listing it. So I would love to say it's like the most important thing ever. Yeah. However, (laughs) the current market (laughs) will tell me that a cardboard box will rent. Yeah. Yeah. So look, in the ideal world, we'll talk ideal world. I feel like, yeah, let's talk about what (laughs) a normal market, not a crazy market like it is now, not high demand like it is now, just like a stock standard general market. How do you feel about getting your home ready? First impression is everything. Yep. And you know I'm a massive green thumb. Yes. So first impression is like how the property obviously presents from the street. Okay. Because let's be honest, I always say to clients, when people see your property, property? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Can't speak there. Property come up on the web for rent. They, like I do, you do a drive-by. So you suss yeah. it out, okay. yeah, you fair. see what the neighbours are like, you see what the street is like. People will always drive by the property, I reckon, if yeah. they are interested. I think it's, a, yeah, very true because they want to know the area as well. Yeah, want to see what the house next door is like, yeah. et cetera. So I'm a big believer of like having the front of the house looking good and if okay. it's a work in process, then 
make it look like a working process. Don't have it just looking like a dumping ground, if that makes sense. <laughs> People do, but. Yeah, look, I don't like gardening. I know you don't. I have a gardener and my garden is tiny, but it's just because it's not for me. So, and that's another good point. If it's not for you, get someone can do and it. And this is the point. <laughs> so whenever I go out to an appraisal, obviously, like I do my spiel and I do my thing. And then something that actually one of our top sales rec- reps taught me, Kira Lee, who mm. sells a lot in Hocking, yeah. said action plan. And she will say to a client, she, like her words, um, she makes no apologies, but she walks through from front to back, room by room, and will actually physically tell the client, this needs to go, put this in the garage, I don't want this here. Okay. Before photos, obviously. Yeah. And physically dot point it, She and she does not apologize. Wow. And she'll be like, don't like this cushion, don't like this rug, put this <laughs> in every single room. So she dot points it for them, and then she will say to them, before photos, she wants to see that list literally crossed out or ticked off yeah okay and I have tried to implement that like I think in renting it's like different to sales obviously. well of course yeah I guess sales is is probably somewhat more staged and making sure like they're selling the entire property whereas Correct. we're just kind of renting that exactly. home out so. so then I've tried to implement that in when okay. the property is getting ready for rent so I'll say to the owner right out the front what are we doing in the lawn like if you don't have retic get a sprinkler and put like on a hose yeah. and just simply put it out there. Like yeah. It's eight bucks from Bunnings. Well, that's it. You want to make it easy, don't you? And not everyone wants to fix retic. Like obviously we recommend that do, but that can be an expense. So there's little things they can do. Mulch, you can get free mulch from the council. Chances yeah. are they have tip passes. So just I think starting at the front, have the lawn mowed and edged. Yeah. Bare minimum. Yep, yep, yep. Mulch your gardens if you want, have it free of weeds. Yeah. Because okay. keep in mind, However, we're presenting it is how also the tenant has to return it to us. Yeah, and I feel like it's a really good thing is you're setting an expectation at that time um, and you want to make sure that the expectation you're setting you'll be happy with, mm-hmm. you know, throughout and, the tenancy and then at the end. And it's also like a realistic expectation. Yeah. They can't give a tenant dead lawn and expect to have green lawn Yeah, come back. And, again, like per- perception is reality. So if you're looking at that, you know, let's say, less than ideal garden is those tenants automatically you're going to think oh well, this owner obviously doesn't look after the property yep, you know absolutely. so then I don't have to look after it that much yeah and tend you know potentially not always but potentially slack off looking after it because they're yep. used to that and that's what standard. they think is okay yeah yeah and then obviously inside so pre-photos yep. we declutter so I okay. say to an owner like we don't have rental is again like I said different to sales so we don't have to take a photo of every room yeah like realistically nobody cares if they don't see a photo of the laundry yeah, no, fair. <laughs> so if you've got stuff lying around the house that just looks messy and, like, I've got kids' stuff, so I know whenever I've had photos done at my house, I chuck it in a wardrobe or chuck the shoe basket away, just things like that so the area looks neat and tiny Yeah, and something in the room that's getting photographed isn't going to draw attention to the eye. Yeah, So okay. people just see the room as a whole and they go, okay, the bed's made, again, bare minimum, <laughs> um, and then the bedside tape. Like, it's just free of stuff. Yeah, okay. So I go through that with the client and just say to them, look, we want to present it as well as we can it doesn't have to be spittingly clean at that mm-hmm. point like a photographer once said to me you never actually see dirt on floors okay because I always used to stress about like mopping and making vacuum. sure that it was clean before photos but all right she was like oh look we actually don't ever notice the floors but like windows they notice well yeah windows are a big thing and yeah. you know a dirty window is so annoying it- I'm shocking. I'm like a I've got freak. a filthy office window, and it annoys it me really? so much. And it's all outside. Like obviously, you, you know, we, it's 
we're what? Two, it's two story. It's outside. It's near impossible to clean, but it's got webs on it, and it honestly drives me nuts. Just see you out the front like with the yeah. hose, <laughs> just climbing onto the roof trying to clean this. But that's what it's like. So I can understand in photos if you well, saw you just dirty windows, and especially if you're looking out to like a pool or a yeah. area, you want to have the windows. Yeah. Clean. Okay. So overall, it's just like I think the decluttering and clean and tidy, but then obviously the owner has to do some compliance things. Yes. Okay. So blinds, any blind yep. that has a long cord or a cable that could be a choking hazard, yep. they have to install a cleat. Yeah. So if you literally Google the word cleat and bunning, <laughs> it comes up. And I think it's really good for you to say that because I know a lot of homes still have those old verticals that have the chains and weights in the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the newer ones have weights sewn in so they don't have. But um, those are very dangerous and they break and unclip so they need to be removed. Well, and so many properties we go into still have some. Can you imagine Fox, my son? Yeah, <laughs> he would be through those blinds, <laughs> that's like, for sure. And it's <laughs> like, I know I always say to people like, hey, Joy, I was like, oh, look, my daughter would be fine but my son would end up strangling. Yeah. Like he is hectic. So they have to do that. Yep. Um, window locks. Window, okay. So I go through, and look, obviously like these things are compliance and it's my job to tell them. And if an owner can't do it or doesn't have the time, we can arrange it. Yeah. So okay. like obviously like you would say, the girls know that these things have to be done. Of course, so yeah. We go through this sort of checklist. Um, so yeah, window locks, blind cords, RCD smoke alarms have yep. to be compliant and checked. Yeah, great. And let's be honest. People take the batteries out of their smoke alarms all the time, you know, <laughs> especially homeowners. Yeah, because it's beeped and they're like, "Oh." When you own the home, I feel like there is a bit of a difference. You tend to live with more, don't you? Oh, so much more. And yeah, then they rent and they get new hot water systems. Yeah, taps. yeah, I agree. It's so funny how it works. Um, I always tell owners to professionally clean the carpets because yes. obviously it's a tenant requirement that they return them professionally cleaned. Yeah, and then I would love to say every owner would professionally clean the house, <laughs> but. We can't enforce that. No. I'd like to. Highly recommend it. I do. I agree with you before you mentioned it. You know, we're setting that expectation. You want to make sure that that is exactly what you want maintained throughout the tenancy. So, you know, it does make sense to get it professionally cleaned if you're, you know, I guess if you're in that position to be able to do that at the time. And like we've said before, everyone's versions of clean is different. Yeah, definitely. So it's always awkward like, and it's happened to me where an owner has come like, oh, Kel, house is ready, house is clean. Yeah. Oh, here's my three sets of keys. And I go to the house or the property manager goes to the house and it's not clean. Yeah. It's not our version of clean. Well, and that's exactly it. Like you said, everyone's version is different. So my version would be different to yours. Absolutely. It's different to the next person. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's very hard to determine if it's suitable to hand to a tenant yeah. at that point. Yeah. And I think education there is quite yeah. important. And and even if they are, I guess you are on different levels in terms of clean, it's just making them aware of why I guess you have some concerns on certain things without, you know, trying Being to offend rude. anyone. Yeah, without yeah. offending anyone. But then saying, you know, these are the things that we find work better because this will go on the property initial report and this throughout the tenancy and so forth. And I guess maybe educating in that entire, a big picture. And I always drill into them like we, they can take up to like a thousand photos or more when yeah. the property condition report is done. So it's like, well, you know, you might have done a great overview clean. It's really like an inspection yeah, of the it's cleaning. Like in nitty gritty. Yeah. So, you know, window tracks and things like that. I just feel like, look, I would be rubbish at cleaning a window track. <laughs> Me so, too. I would never even attempt myself to clean it. Yeah. So I often think, why the heck would anyone else want to clean it themselves? Just pay someone to do it. Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm all about that too. And then obviously we've got outside. So I'm pretty extreme when I'm telling people how to get their house ready. If there's a patio, 
I will say to them, can you high pressure hose it? Like okay. the actual inside of the patio. Yeah, where you you find that there's webs and dust because and there spiders. Is. And, you know, a high pressure, it doesn't take too long and it makes no. a massive difference. Yeah. Um, so I I'll always ask them to do that. If there's any mould or water damage to eaves, okay. get that addressed yeah. before a tenant because, let's be honest, that mould is dangerous with kids. Yeah. Um, and like gutter cleaning, you can't obviously ask a tenant to clean the gutters. So if you have trees surrounding the property, yeah. get that done prior to a lease starting. And that's very important in certain areas. Like I know a couple of my old Edgewater homes. Oh. Uh, it's like a forest. It would be, <laughs> and Edgewater especially. Yeah, and it is. In, like I've got another one in rural rural. God, Wanneroo, um, and I have to get those gutters cleaned every quarter yep. without fail. Every quarter. And if I miss a quarter, water leaks through the ceiling. That's hectic. Yeah, it's just it's just so many trees and it clogs up. I have a, a, I think the gardens on that place are smaller than they should be yep. and obviously it's going to be demolished so we haven't worried about replacing them. But if I don't do it without um, every quarter without fail, instantly water leaks. Wow. Yeah. So then that and then also like if there's a pool. Yes, so okay, that was on my list. Yep. So how do you deal with that? As you know, we like to always tell an owner to include pool servicing. Yes. So that means that somebody will come and service the pool four weekly or six weekly, dependent on what the pool requires, of which course, means like yeah. how much is the pool in the sun, is there shade, things like that. Yeah. Um, and then chemicals are on charge to the tenant. Yeah. And I, I think I love that personally. Yeah. If I had a property with a pool, I would probably do that as well. I think it's just a little bit more peace of mind. See, it's funny though because I rent yeah. with a pool. Yeah. Well, so do I. And I don't have a pool guy. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Isn't that funny though? Like I hate doing it but I just find it easier but also. Well, like, like I clean ours, you know, between but like in terms of the equipment and, and making. It's just it's not something that I, I guess, am fully knowledgeable in. Oh, I wouldn't swim in my pool at the moment. <laughs> Like well, you did tell safe. me you just put in way too much um, acid the other day. So, look, I wouldn't swim in your no. pool either. <laughs> so, but it will look good. <laughs> but, yeah, no, we definitely recommend including pool servicing. Yeah. Um, and then also, so in saying that, when the house does get tenanted, the pool guy does come and do a handover, which he would have done with you and yep. explains yes. what to do between did, his visits. Yeah. He did, yeah. Yeah. Quite quite detailed as well. Um, and you went through all the equipment and kind of gave you an overview on what it does and I guess what to look for if something's gone wrong, which mm-hmm. was quite handy. And then, yeah, just what to do in between visits. And shout out to Trevor Lewis. Yes, he is our pool guy. <laughs> he is an absolute legend. <laughs> yeah, perfect for me actually. Comes over, does what he needs to do, lets us know, dumbs it down because, yeah. you know, I'm not smart when but it comes to things you, like that. People just don't get pools. Yeah. It's not just you. Like pools are hard. <laughs> pools are expensive. Very much so. So, yeah. So I guess okay. really that's pretty much getting it all ready. And like you said before, Owners will live with things like because they get used to it. Yeah. Where tenants won't. Yeah, so I like agree. Dripping taps, if the hot water system's a bit dicky, if the air con's yeah. a bit dicky, like cleaning filters on a split system. Yeah. Okay. Get that done before obviously a tenant moves yep. in. Um, things like that is just trying to minimize there being issues with the tenant when they move in and also like the owner knows like yeah. you said they've been living with the loose tap or this like and you do i think at some point like you register that it's an issue straight away and you think i should do something about that and then life gets in the way 100% and it's and not then a and then by the time you know you probably have the time to deal with it you've forgotten about it because you've just lived with the new way of using that leaking tap or the new way of turning it off or for me I live for ages for the how to get hot water in my shower because if my tap went too far one way it was too hot and too far the other way it was too cold <laughs> but you just you learn to live with these instead things. of just fixing it but and I then you don't think about it anymore you fixed it for a tenant <laughs> yeah yeah do you see like no, it's no. crazy isn't it 
It is. So you touched on before with regards to getting it ready. In mm-hmm. your opinion, what about, you know, big renovations as such, you know, like paintwork or carpets, flooring, blinds? Like do you see a lot of properties at the moment that need a lot of work like that done before being put on market? You know what's hard? Because you know when a house has furniture in it, yeah. it looks fine. Yeah, it's hard and to see. And then you move the furniture out and you walk and you go, damn, these walls need paint. <laughs> because, you know, the furniture's rubbed up against the wall. Yeah. There's marks. I think I'm very anti-bold colours. Okay. Yeah. Me as a human, if I walk into a house that I'm appraised and they're asking me for my yeah. opinion, should I paint this wall? Like if it's bright pink, yes. <laughs> Speaking of, when I was a child, my parents let me paint my bedroom. You? One, yeah. Oh, God. One feature wall of bright pink okay. and zero yellow for the other three. Okay. That's awful. But my folks were so good because I thought <laughs> it was the best thing ever. Oh, well, in saying, oh, Insta just hit the microphone a bit close. In saying that, we see, we do see that and at the moment sometimes with, um, I guess maybe their parents have done the same thing, yeah. like the kids choose the paint colours. And I often you will go think and like now having property is like, wow. I would never let no Penny chance. do it. I'm like neutrals all the way. And mum yeah. and dad were so chill and I'm sure dad would have cut in and I would have helped rolled. But like, and then I had a green and blue stage. Wow. And I, those walls would have been painted a lot. Yeah. So anything like that, I would say just go neutral. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. But well, then somebody can come in and they can, and that's always going to photograph better anyway, yeah. but they can make it like a unisex room. It mm. doesn't have to be a study instead of like a bright yeah. pink and yellow room. And I feel like it's very important for people to walk into, a, especially a rental, because Yes, the tenant doesn't own the property, but it is going to be their home for however long. So they want to walk in and they want to feel like they can live there. They want to picture themselves and their furniture and their families in these homes. And I think having neutral colour scheme, it tends to match, you know, a lot of people's decor. Exactly. So I feel feel like it's nice for them to be able to walk into a home and think, do you know what? Yeah, I could definitely see myself and my family here for, you know, long term. I also think with that, it's so important to leave hooks up. Yeah. You know me, I have a lot of artwork. Yeah. I'm very big on art throughout the house. I think it really makes it look like a home. Yeah. So I always say to clients, it's like, oh, should I take all the hooks down? Like Charlie and I were at a house in Heathridge and the lady was like, oh, I'm going to take all these down and get the painter to patch them up. And I was like, no, like leave the hooks. Yeah. Your house is a massive four by two. People are going to have art or photos or pictures. And that's true. I think it's good to have those on display. And it's better to leave them than have the tenant asks for hooks on a freshly painted wall yeah. and, and then it gets a bit blurred. Or put up their own sticky hooks oh. that might cause damage down the track. Yeah. So. I d- yeah, it's a very good point because you do you do tend to get that question a lot and mm. people are like, oh, I'm just repainting, everything will be gone. I'm like, oh, no. You How about? it all gone. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I really think like internally that is everything that I go through with them. Okay. And obviously like the delivery is different to different people. Of course. But Definitely neutral throughout if yeah. they want to paint. But if, yeah. like I said, if they don't, then it is what it is. Like mm-hmm. it's going to go to the market and it might put some people off. Yeah. People will often ask if they need to do like new bathrooms, new kitchens. Okay, so bigger ones. I think in a bathroom, a new vanity. Okay, like if they yeah. don't have the money for a whole new bathroom, then you can put like a nice new vanity in and yeah. maybe just paint it. And you actually can get new vanities. Like I bought when I was doing those renos, one from Bunnings for a couple hundred dollars and it's why it looks perfect. And you painted too though, didn't you? Yeah, painted the shower and the bath and the How much wall tiles. Did that make? It huge difference. Yeah. And it was one of those tragic, I'm gonna say 60s, 70s bathrooms with like disgusting green tiles with mustard colored <laughs> tiles on the wall. Like it was awful. And yeah, I just white paint, white tile paint. And that's an inexpensive yeah, reno, it, as we'd say. The paint was like fifty bucks. Yeah. 
And like you obviously have to do a sanding and everything. And yes, it's not going to last forever. But for me, I don't need it to. I just need it to last a few years for my tenant. And then when I decide to move in, I'll do some You'll bigger do a new bathroom. But like super cheap for me. And new vanity good. painting and that mm. whole bathroom looked completely different. And so that's like an easy change in a bathroom. And then I think yeah. with a kitchen, new taps and a new oven. I think tapware, big one, yeah. yeah. Especially when you've got those old plastic-looking oh, ones. Oh, they're so – with the plastic sink. Yeah, and you still yeah. see those. Yeah, I do. You know where I see them a lot? In Carambine. <laughs> yeah, okay, As a wow. suburb as a whole, Carambine have plastic taps. Yeah. Weird. But so I could, would tell somebody in that instance, just simple new yeah. taps and, like, if the oven's looking a bit ratty, then yeah. a new oven. And obviously, like, the oven's going to be, be getting used quite a bit, yeah. so you can understand and that. And I think they're cheap – changes yeah. that make a big difference yeah so like you know if people have like you said ugly tiles you can paint the tiles in yeah. the kitchen but i never really have walked into a house and said to a client that you need to put a new bathroom or a new yeah kitchen okay because the rent is reflective of what's there of course yeah so if it's a bit older it might get obviously less rent but then a tenant might love it because they're yeah. not stressing out about wrecking a new stone bench top or, yeah that's true you know you it, know they feel a bit more comfortable living in it they might have young kids that are a bit rough and I think that every house is fine, somebody that will suit the house. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think is a good point. And like old doesn't necessarily mean bad. Like old can, I've seen old houses that, yes, they haven't had any upgrades, but they're immaculate. immaculate. Yeah. Yeah. The people in them have looked after them so well that you don't even think they've lived in them for 20, 30 years. Yeah. I agree. One thing that I will always suggest people to change though is if they've got that old patterned carpet. <laughs> like I'm all about, you know, letting I'm it live. I'm laughing because I've seen so oh. many properties with this carpet. But you imagine the dirt that yeah. would be in that. Oh, I can't. That's awful. So like depreciation and, you know, overall stand and say, well, you should paint and change flooring seven years. Yeah, seven you years. You imagine yeah. the age of that carpet. Oh, wow. Like, and I feel like as well today, carpet can be a cheap change. Like there's some good cheap yeah, there's some very yeah you can get obviously different quality carpets and you can get it at a pretty decent price yeah. nowadays so i would tell somebody to change that sort of flooring if the option was available we uh we had this property in duncraig and it had kind of one of those i don't know what you like built out rooms kind of like a sunroom kind yeah. of like a built out back room whatever and the carpet in it was green oh. and i was like it looks like this should be lo-. it was awful it rented great because it was in duncraig yeah and of course to live and in nobody the cares but, yeah, after they moved out, I was like, you need to get rid of this green car. Like it was just, you know, how it just reminds me of one of those, in those old school movies and you see the indoor pools oh, in those yes. big like sunrooms yes. with like carpet around it. Yes. Oh, like I had a house that I appraised um, in, I can't remember, Morley maybe, and it had um, carpet in the toilet. Well, I actually lived in a house, the you good old know. country Victoria, so look, don't judge, but um, there was carpet in the kitchen. Stop it. Not joking. It was like. Short, short haircut. I don't really know how you would describe it. No. And then there was carpet in the bathroom. So it was like a little walkthrough bathroom and then like a little door to a shower. And as you stood out of the shower, you stood on carpet. I'm not joking you. You imagine the mud. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> we lived in there for like nearly 15 years, I reckon. Then. Yeah. Wow. Uh, in the end, the house got demolished. Fair. But, yeah, um, I think it got to the point that mum just ripped out the carpet. Yeah, no, good old country, Victoria. Rental rules don't really apply yeah, there. No. But, okay. Um, ripped it out. But, yeah, carpet in the kitchen, carpet in the bathroom. How nuts is that? That is wild. But you still, and look, like I said earlier, those properties would probably still rent today. Of course. But we try and set a standard to clients <laughs> that, you know, minimal like rules. But yep. if you could not have carpet in the wet areas, that would be great. Yeah. Look, I agree with that. 
Now, something I want to circle back to because you mentioned it before with regards to advertising. Yes. Um, and in terms of photos, because you were saying, you know, in, in from our point of view, it's not necessary to photograph every single room in a rental. Mm-hmm. What is your opinion? Uh, first of all, I'll go with floor plans. What's your opinion of having a floor plan on a rental listing? Do you think it's a great idea? I... Or do you do, do you think it's necessary, not necessary? So I love it if I was looking. Yeah, me too. So like I've seen a house in Connolly and it has a floor plan. Great. Loved it. Yeah. But I, to be honest, don't really think about it in the rental sense because yeah. people are more so looking at can they fit the kids can yeah. in this location, I believe. Yeah, okay. Suit my lifestyle, where I work, things like that. Yeah, of course. I don't really think when you're renting a floor plan is so important on okay. making a decision to rent the house as yeah. opposed to can they have their pets or what's the rent per week. Yeah, fair enough. So you think that there's in that, I guess, aspect more important things for them to be if looking at. If I could at. have it included when my professional photographer took the photos. Then you would. 100%. Yeah. I would be like swear by it, great. But because it's probably not as easy to do, I don't see it yeah. as much as a priority. Okay. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted it was just that you don't often see it. No. And that's that's one of, one of the reasons why I wanted to ask the question. I'd love to do it. Yeah. But I just don't think it's – and I think it's another expense. You know, maybe we'll put that on the list for future when the market yeah. changes. Because I do – like I said, I do agree with you. It's it's one of those things you don't see often. Some people love it. Some people don't. And it, I just kind of, kind of weigh up what's mm. what it's worth. But obviously we're big advocates for professional photography. Yeah, so that was my next one. <laughs> so professional photos or owners or property managers taking their own? I love that you think there's a choice. Yeah, there's not a choice in our office. <laughs> we do not. But what do you see out there? Excluding us because obviously, like you said, there's no choice in this office. We 100% do professional photos and you would murder me or any of the property I managers do. if we did if I seen the girls anything yeah. else. Yeah. Your opinion obviously is very strong on that one. Very much. But what do you see out there in the market and do you get a lot of kickback, I guess, from the new clients that you do speak to who don't want to spend money on getting professional photos that maybe do want to take a, an alternative route yeah. on that? So okay. I, that is one thing that I do not budge on, Yeah, to be honest. Like I'm very unbudgy anyway. But <laughs> like if somebody's arguing or, you know, giving me a bit of back chat on marketing, yeah. I will reduce something else if I have to Okay. instead of not getting professional photos. Yeah. Like it's just A, they've got them forever for yep. starters and B, it's first impression. Like it's going to make them want to present the house better because they know a professional is coming to yeah. shoot it. The photos are far superior than what any of us could take. Yeah. And see, if you don't do them, like I, like obviously, so we have a group email here at Harcourts to yep. the property management team. We do. And I like to scroll and yes. see properties that are on the market for rent, A, to compare pricing, but B, just to see what's going on. Of course. And if I see like a property that's marketed mm-hmm. and the photos are hilarious, mm-hmm. I will send it to the team. Which is reminding me of one you did send the other day. <laughs> I did. Uh, of a rental property that was advertised with photos. Was it not the worst photo? Mm. Yeah. So it was a house, won't name the location. No. But it was basically like property condition report photos that's, used. Yeah, that's kind of what it looked like. It's it's they went through maybe those ones and found ones that showed some more of a room than most and just kind of popped those on. Or there. just like a photo of a window. Yeah, I did see that window. Or one. there was a photo of like real like a cupboard. paving. Yeah. Okay. And I said to the girls, like I did come back to the team and I was like, maybe they've <laughs> done this because the house is cheap and it's obviously got a lot of downfalls. So they've used these photos to highlight this is why it's cheap because this is everything that's wrong with it. So I tried. Okay. I did try. Interesting and like, approach, but I don't, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. 
Um, but like we wouldn't take something like that on. No. So for me, if that was a how the owner was presenting it and they said, look, take your photos um, and, you know, it is as it is, yeah. like that isn't a listing we would take on because, A, there was way too many hazards in the photos yeah. that I saw <laughs> and, B, I would feel sorry for a tenant renting something like that. Mm. So I think that if people are still using like property condition report photos or yeah. inspection photos, get with the times and you're not doing the best thing for your owner in the current market. Yes, everything's yeah, leasing. I agree. But if you can't spend 120 bucks on photos, really. But also, and like I'm going to look at it a slightly different way to you because obviously, you know, my role is obviously making sure those property managers are happy and doing what they need to do. But from my point of view is if you took on a property like that and you put crappy photos on that advertising and then I and we gave that to a property manager in this office oh to rent gosh. out, the hassle that would come from that, yeah. you know, they do a great job. They want to be valued. They want to manage property that's of value. Mm, they don't want. Offended. They would be. Yeah. Yeah. Similar to, you know, if we cut fees too much, like, you know, we've obviously made a culture here that we expect them to do a good job and, and we'll obviously reward them with making sure that, that we don't give them crappy work to do. Yeah. But if we gave them one of those properties with those photos, part of me thinks I'd be like, nah, not doing this. <laughs> I often wonder, like in that instance of that property, if I, like it was, as I said, and the yeah. owner was like, highlight the bad, or if the owner had no idea. Yeah. Like, well, that's also another factor. And I think like, can you imagine if you were like, oh yeah, I've got an investment property that's managed by this team. Oh, it's actually on the market for rent at the moment. Take a look. Exactly. And they're like, oh, let's have a look. And they're like with friends and they scroll. <laughs> and can you, I would be mortified. Yeah, look, I we're not. My property was advertised. I was showing people, you know, I was proud of what I Absolutely. did with regards to the Renaults, and I feel like the, those professional photos made it look great. Oh, so good. So it was nice, and before and after photos also yeah. great. Yeah, and you do feel good, like you made the effort, yeah. and it gives people, including yourself, when it was you, something to work towards in a time frame. Yeah. So like I'll say to people, right, this is what you have to do, and we're getting photos done on this date, so yeah. be ready. Yeah. And I think most human nature, people work better with a deadline. Yeah. So, yeah, that is okay. my very opinionated opinion on professional <laughs> photos. All right. Well, look, I do, like I said, I do agree and there is no change, uh, there's no option in this office is we do have expectations set. But I think to summarise before we finish up, you're right, it's really getting a place ready is just setting that expectation yeah. from the start. First, first impressions count yeah. and then I guess, you know, if you can have that right and get that right, then it's going to save you a lot of hassle down the, down the like road. It's my job to explain that to the client and yeah. that's obviously what I'm employed to do. A, get business but also set it up with the client that they know what we expect from them. Yeah. So then if, you know, something's missed or it doesn't get done, when it gets to the property manager and they're saying basically what I've said, they yeah. can't act like, oh, I didn't know this because they've already heard it from me once. Yeah, and it's been reiterated. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. Through the team. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay, well, look, great um, great topic I think personally. Hopefully people love what they're hearing. Yeah, as always, if you have any questions, please put it in our little question box. Um, but otherwise, uh, thanks for joining us for another episode. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode on the Alliance Experience. Don't forget to follow us on Insta, alliance.leasing.